Blog Talk Radio. On January 24, 2018, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. We are so much more well-informed than people in the past. It's absolutely true and obvious, and yet these social critics keep wanting to claim that technology makes us dumb. Technology makes us dumb. Look. Before social media existed, these same naysayers were complaining about television. But you don't hear about that anymore. There's no market for that kind of complaint. These days, nobody's going on about how watching nature shows on TV is going to ruin your brain. Instead, they say that social media is making us stupid. You know, you won't have an attention span. You'll become an update junkie. You'll only follow people who think like you, and that's going to ruin our democracy. I myself have not noticed any change. People are just as stupid as they've always been, but I know that I myself am more well-informed because in the old days, I just read one newspaper. It came every day. They threw it at the door, and now I read newspapers all over the world and commentary from well-informed people on blogs and Facebook and Twitter. You know what? In 1995, there was no recruiting animal show. And now you can listen to people like Jerry and Maureen and Michael G. Cox and Alan Fleur and Rich Rosen and Kathy Manis and Paul Littman right here for free, okay? And you know what? They're not nobodies. They're not people you don't want to listen to. They have a lot of experience, which they're willing to share with you. I'm Jerry. Jerry! The recruiting animal Thank you, Jerry. Thank you. You're you're welcome, animal. Thanks. You know what? I forgot to say, you know, they're willing to share this stuff with us. And how bad is that? These social critics, it just bugs me every day. You're stupid. You're stupid. You're stupid. That's not true. You, are you with me on this? Yeah, you know, I was thinking as you were as you were talking there that it's not. I, I agree with them a little bit. We we don't know as much as we used to, but we can find out anything real That's fast. That's not true. We, yeah, we know way. I I know way uh, more I than I used to. Sorry, I don't know I'm as sorry. much as the me a hundred years ago would have known because they read That's and they studied true. all the time. Now, no. why yeah. carry around all that knowledge when you can just look something up on Google? Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, you're full of it. You don't know anything. No, no, I looked you up the wording. <laughs> I, I looked up xenophobia just earlier today, just to make sure that when I was accusing somebody of accusing me of accusing them of it, I knew exactly what I was talking about. Okay, let me me change the topic. If somebody got their birds, if someone got their birds going on this show, I don't, stop the noise, okay? Let me tell you right at the start, I'm sick of it. Animal, do you remember anybody's vote? Happy birthday, Kathy Manis. Thank you, Happy birthday. Thank you. Rick Rosen is Rich. Wait a second. Wait, 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 okay, you go ahead. It's your birthday. Do you remember people's yeah, phone no, numbers anymore? Yeah, I know. I'm going to wish you, but i got to let Kathy talk first. You know, <laughs> Kathy, just let me. It's Rich Rosen's birthday, too. It's Rich Rosen's oh, birthday. Happy I was going to do some. Yeah, yeah I was going to do you. some happy birthday. I was going to do some happy birthday yoga. With, but now uh, Kathy wants to talk instead. Kathy, go ahead. Get it out. <laughs> no, I'd rather the hear the happy birthday yoga. No, 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 no it's not it. great. You tell me, what did you want to say, please? Don't Nothing make me I said was going to be great. It was just going to say, do you remember people's phone numbers anymore? I mean, it's like, how stupid do I feel that I don't know my son's phone number by heart anymore? 
Yeah, there might be another reason for that. Okay, I'm not going to. No, I'm not gonna no. Mess. I'm right there with you, Daddy. <laughs> and it's funny. I, I remember some phone numbers from 30 years ago, but I, I, I wouldn't know anybody's phone number from the last two or three years. I know. I have that. It's weird. You remember your teenage phone numbers? Yeah. Happy birthday, Rich Rosen. You too. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Animal, where are we going yeah. here with this, man? It's 12.05, and I'm not feeling any traction. Okay, we're going to. We got a guest today named Rocky, and his brother's name is Bullwinkle. I don't know if the latter part's true. Rocky, exactly Rocky right. Ricardo, Rocky <laughs> Ricardo, are you here? Are you I am here? here sir. Can you hear me okay? Are you on a speakerphone? No. Are you on a speakerphone? Oh. Pick up the receiver! Come on! <laughs> How about now? Can you hear me okay? Yes, it's a little better. Shame on you. Every, you know, don't these guys ever listen to the show? Every it's week a we got to tell them how to treat us. Okay, this guy's name, he's got to listen to this. He's got a fantastic name, Rocky Ricardo. I don't think I've ever I heard anything it. better than that. Gosh. And he's got Ricky's the worst brother. Yeah, but he's got the worst He's got the worst Twitter name in the world. It's Rock R O C Van V A N Nile or Neil N I E L Rock Van Nile with a guy. <laughs> what kind of name is that? No one could ever remember. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a background terrible. story. I'll, I'll give you a background. Go yeah, on. no, it's terrible. Make it fast. Background story is that my first name is actually Rock Neil, R O C N I E L, and then Van was you know a lot of DJs. Uh, you know I used to be a DJ, so a lot of DJs had Van in their name, so I just put my you know. My first name, and then I just added Van, and it's just been sticking with me ever since. But I do agree, it's a terrible Kathy name. Manis, Kathy Manis, it's your birthday. Rate this guy's Twitter name on a scale of one to ten, with ten being great, <laughs> one being terrible. Yeah. What is his Twitter name again? Rock Van Nile. Neil. Okay, forget it. Okay. Nobody Neil. cares about no, Twitter, Neil. man. That's- Making a point of somebody's Twitter handle is really more a slap in your own face of ignorance. Nobody cares, dude. Yeah, okay, right. Okay, you're an internal... I am right. Hey, Hey, you guys, pick up the phone. Don't talk on the speaker. Okay, you are an internal corporate recruiter, Rocky, yes or no? I'm an agency recruiter. Okay. Way to know your guest, okay. animal. <laughs> I read it. Yeah. You, can tell, you can tell from the fact that guy doesn't know how to write a Twitter name. Maybe his LinkedIn profile is not the same as it should be. <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you do? You, you place tech people, right? Programmers right. for Java and Python and Ruby, and you place right. them in the broadcasting. There's, there's these new broadcasting platforms like over-the-top, video-on-demand, uh, right. TV everywhere. That's your focus. Am I right about that? Yeah, that's about ninety percent of it. Yeah. So we also place uh, okay. a lot of our tech key financial services firms uh, all over the uh-huh. tri-state area. Yeah. Okay. So you say I use artificial intelligence to quickly and efficiently. I hate those extra words. Okay. But anyway, to identify True. the rock stars from the from the pack. What kind of artificial intelligence are you using? I need a little of that extra intelligence. What is sure. it? Sure. Well, well, you know, I'm hoping to uh, switch to higher tool very soon. Uh, I had a demo with uh, Ben was able to give me uh, back in December. But anyways, I use a lot of uh, talent bin uh, by Monster. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I really, what I try to do is that I try to go on GitHub events and, and really sort out, you know, the people who are most, uh, reputable within their city, um, and I try to look for things like, you know, the most followers, uh, the most repositories. I go in there, I see who has, you know, who has their, you know, uh, their own repositories, who has the forked ones, and I just kind of go in there and see how, you know, how active and, and how much the community responds. Let me, let me <laughs> take you to task on this. It says here I use AI to, to quickly uh, and efficiently identify rock stars. I say, okay, man, he's going to teach me something. And so what it comes down to is you use Talent Bin, okay? I use Talent Bin to identify the rock stars. Is that what you're saying, mm-hmm. yes or no? Uh, yes or no? Well, yeah, 
Well, yeah, it's yes, yes and no. Dude, you got him, animal. I, Nailed I him. Yeah, old guy. But you know what? He's, I he's down. He's down like the count. You got him. I, I like to thank my sponsors, and I should do that now because I forgot a minute ago. Martin Snyder, the boss of PC Recruiter, the Swiss Army knife of recruiting software. Nin Tran, my guest that just reminded me, he's the COO of Hire Tool, H-I-R-E. P-U-A-L, the super-duper sourcing tool, and Nick Livingston, the CEO of Honit, H-O-N-E-I-T, the online interview technology. Okay. What was that? So, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh. Not only... Okay, not only do I know how to sell the opportunity, this is uh, Rocky talking again, but okay. most importantly, identify those that will not Fit the culture. Okay, I'm going to ask you about that in a minute. Okay, first thing I'm going to ask you: um, Do you? So you're not you're not a guy. I thought you were a corporate recruiter. You're not just sorting resume resumes. You're going out there headhunting passive candidates. Am I right about that? Yes or that, no? That's 100 percent right. Yes. Yes. Okay. Let's say you call somebody up at their office, and the receptionist says, uh, "Who are you? What do you say back to her or him?" Well, I usually um, I usually never get that. Um, what I'm doing most of the time is, you know, within the industry, uh, within broadcast, I usually send them a message on LinkedIn. I'm connected with uh, – I, w- I wouldn't say most of them, but, you know, I have built up a nice network within broadcast media, within the Tri-State area down here in South Florida and also in California. And, I, you know, I try to see, you know, if they know this person, right? And I'm like, hey, you know, uh, you know, I was – I was uh, I was interested in talking to John about director level for you know uh, whatever it is you know application development at, at leading broadcast media. Let me stop and, you so you know, we understand. To, oh, yeah. let me stop you. Okay, are you saying recruiting animal? I use InMail primarily to contact people. Yes or no? No, LinkedIn messages. What? What are you using? LinkedIn messages. Okay, you use LinkedIn messages primarily. What's your rate of return on those messages on a percentage of, you know, like 100%, 50%, 20%? 65%. 65%. 65 On the first message or how many times do you have a message? That's pretty good. That's That's pretty good. That is good. Who believes them? That's good. Who believes them? There's a lot of people here. Who believes that 65% first message? I do. Any, you do, Rich Rosen. Do you? Why, why do you believe it? I don't believe it. <laughs> I want to believe, believe it. it. I want to. I want to believe it, animal. So just that's let's that's do with it, man. I want to believe. Okay. <clears throat> don't ruin this one, animal. It really, it really depends on your messaging. It depends on how targeted you are. For example, you know, I I put in my in my LinkedIn. I'm a I'm a talent scout for broadcast media. I put some of the relevant technologies like OTT, VOD, something they could identify to say, okay, well, he's talking, you know, some of the technologies that we use. So, you know, as soon as they look at that and they look at my messaging saying, hey, look, I just wanted to connect here on LinkedIn, uh, you know, I recruit uh, leading talent in broadcast media, and I felt like we should know each other. After that, we get a response, uh-huh. we start talking, and then, you know, I try to get in, dig into their network and, and see if I can – you know, both headhunt and also do some Hold business on. development. Hold on. So what you're well. saying, uh, 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 let me cut you short here. You're saying on the first contact, you're already asking for referrals. Is that right? Yes or no? Uh, yeah. Why not? I mean, if, if I'm bringing an everybody opportunity says to that's, somebody, oh boy, oh no, everybody says that's the worst <laughs> thing to do. Okay. Everybody says that's the worst. Does everybody agree with me? There's a lot of people here. Does anybody think? It's a bad thing to do on the first contact. Ask for a referral. No. Anybody want to address that? Not in calling. Not if you phrase it right. I don't think it's a bad thing. That's correct. That's correct. Yep. I mean, look, everybody has their own approach. You know, I understand. But I take a kind of a more practical approach of saying, hey, look, I'm a real person. I have a real opportunity. It's a broadcast leading. uh, Leading, I'm sorry. a little bit sick the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, it's a leading broadcast, you know, media company in the tri-state area. So they know it's one of the big ones, right, if they're located in New York, okay. Connecticut. So they get the okay. memo. <clears throat> and, uh, am, am I am, – are you having fun – Rocky, are you having fun? Am I being too tough on you trying to pin you down? <laughs> no, oh not my at all. Can, I, I was okay, actually good. waiting for the, uh, the, you know, the initial song so we can sing along. But 
I guess no, you didn't play that rock and roll for us. What song you want to sing? What song? Hey, you man, know, we got a good singer here. Jim, let's go. Hey. I was listening to some ACDC. Oh, what, so. What's an ACDC song? <laughs> what's an AC, I, you know, Jerry will sing ACDC. What's, an AC, the, what's the most famous ACDC song? Uh, probably I think we sang it here once. Probably. What? Hey, whatever you like. Whatever you like. Highway to Hell. I, I don't one. know ACDC. ACDC is not what? my You band, don't know okay? ACDC? What? Yeah. All right, I'm hanging up now. Canadian. I'm hanging up now. Dude, don't if say you that song, stuff for the, in, in public. If for you real. pick a song, I'll know it. Jerry, I know you and Stephen O'Donnell sang Rocking All Night Long or something like that. I can't remember what it yeah, was. I don't recall. What, what's an ACDC You can put song? that one. You could and, even put Zombies by Cranberries, which uh, the last oh, uh, guest didn't know how to sing. I sing that no, Now that I'm singing <laughs> Professional sing Animal, I can't sing for free on your show anymore, though. Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh listen. Breach of contract. <laughs> Jerry, yeah, you never sing anyway. Hold on a second. Okay, money. before we get back, Jim Durbin. I heard Jim Durbin's voice. I want to congratulate him. He got a new job. I don't know what it cool. is. Director of client service delivery or something. Sell out. But con- con- yeah, okay. He had he had some <laughs> real good reasons, but he's got a uh, congratulations. That's cool. Looking for a while. We used, we used to advertise. Okay, so well, we so want to know what he's doing. Things, Okay, so he doesn't. He never. Okay, we don't have no time to talk to Jim. We we got to talk to this guy, oh, Rock. Oh really? Okay. So he never has to deal with the gatekeeper. He never. No one ever challenges him at the front door. Okay. Can I just say so, something, Animal? The, what? The gate. The gate. This gatekeeper straw man or straw lady. That was from the nineties, man, and maybe no, it the last decade. No, We're we are in how, touch with. People directly through other sources, man. You you make it seem no, like no. the number one way to get somebody is you call the main number and That's you say, right. "Can I talk to Billy?" And they say, "Well, what's this about?" <laughs> that shit isn't happening anymore, man. That's right. It's right. ridiculous, That's man. Right. It's it's flat out right. stupid to keep asking that question. I haven't talked to a gatekeeper unless I wanted to in years. Knock it off. Yep. Get some new material. Yeah. Okay. Okay, this guy, Rocky. Sorry, Alan. Is, hey, you're, Rocky, you're taking some sales courses right now uh, from a guy named Cardone or something like that. Am I right about that? Uh, uh, well, no, but uh, Uncle G is, uh, you know, <laughs> I met him once, and I've been following him for years. No, are, but, are you, uh, no, are I'm not you taking, taking any courses. sales courses? It sure looked like it on no. your Twitter, okay? <laughs> I, yeah, it sure looked like it to me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. you say, are you serious, look, Animal? I got his. Uh, yes, yeah, no, definitely. Animal definitely. Animal definitely did his research, which I appreciate. Um, I actually have his journal. It's called the uh, 10x Journal, which, which is where I write down my goals every <laughs> single day, at the start and at the finish. So he's really, you know, he's kind of helped me, uh, you know, uh, organize yeah, okay. myself. Okay. So here's what you say. Yeah. Here's what else you say. I know how to sell an opportunity. I know how to sell an opportunity. So what does that mean? Somebody, you ask someone on, on LinkedIn, hey, would you be interested in this job? And they say, I'm happy where I am. And you turn that person around or make an attempt to turn that person around. Is that what you're saying when you say, I know how to sell an opportunity? Sure. Well, I mean, first of all, on LinkedIn, it's, it's kind of it's hard to, you know, write to somebody, okay, you know, so they say no, okay, why? It, it's better to get them on the phone at that point and just to, you know, connect with them and find out, you know, the reasons why, you know, maybe they're happy where they're at. And, you know, perhaps if they're a manager director level, that's where you can go into business development and see if they need some, you know, stop hog work and, um, you know, seeing what, you know, Hold what the infrastructure looks like. Uh, yeah. Rocky, I'm happy where I am. No, thank you. What, what do you say back? What's your next line? Well, I mean, you know, first of all, <laughs> It's never like that, you know. I, I always try to uh, get on a human to human level and just, just kind of, you know, the conversation very, um, you know, very like nonchalant. Very, you know, a lot of the people that I interface <laughs> with are are Hispanic people, right? I'm I'm Hispanic descent, and they're they're a little bit different when when you're trying to pitch them. They really, uh, it's not that they value the relationship better. It's just that they want to get to know you and. And they're more of like, you know, don't talk business first. Let's kind of shake hands and, you know, kiss babies or whatever you want to do. You know what I'm saying? So I, I try to get down on that level, and then I try to exploit the opportunity. Michael G. Cox. So it's not like I'm Michael G. Them. Cox. Michael G. Cox. Yo. His name, Mike. 
His name, his name might deceive you, but he's an expert in Hispanic culture. He's a person I go to on this show. What do you say? To, what do you? Say, How what would do you his say name to deceive us? He's got an English name, but he speaks Spanish and, and, and all that stuff. Okay. So, speak Spanish, animal. What? You don't speak Many of us speak Spanish, dude. Are you a one language okay. guy? God. Uh, yeah, this yeah. Is okay, I, I, worse, yeah. Man. Mike, Michael oh G. Cox, Michael G. Cox, Michael G. Cox, Michael G. Cox, please answer me. Yeah. Are you there? Okay, yeah. You took your kid this. You took your kid to work this morning. I saw. Yesterday. Yesterday. Okay. So Rocky Ricardo. Uh, I, I assume that was a fake name, but I like it anyway. He says that he's dealing primarily with Hispanic people. He's dealing with. It's not a fake name? What, were your parents watching no. a Lucy show? Okay. Well, uh, well <laughs> my last name is actually Ricardo, but as I told you, my first name is Rockniel, but people just call me Rocky. Yeah. Oh, Rockniel. Sure. Yeah, so Rocky. It's, it's okay. Like half, yeah. okay. No, yeah, that's quite the leap, isn't Just it? let me get – Michael G. Cox, <laughs> just help me through I'm, this, I'm okay? listening, man. He said – yeah, he said he's dealing with Hispanic people, and they are uh, have a different uh, response to uh, a sales pitch than maybe Anglo's. Is he right about that? That you have to get to know each other a bit, compliment each other's uh, families and stuff like that, no. and kick the tires up before he's not right. No. Well, no, he's not, I mean, he's not right. It, okay. it's, it's more of a human thing than I don't think there's any cultural difference in the way people answer recruiting calls or. Questions from recruiters. I have to. I have to. One hundred and twenty percent disagree with you. I have. I was. You know. First of all, I'm Hispanic. Number one. Second of all, the people down here. I live in in a city called Miami, and uh, people down here approach sales calls very differently than you know, let's say Chicago or New York. And the main reason for that is the, you know, where where we're from or where our you know, uh, let's say they're, you know, second generation, you know, where their parents are from, you know, they, they approach business very differently, you know, and, and if okay. you took hold a, on a one second. Before we go too far with this, hold yeah. on, before we get too yeah, far yeah. with it. Yeah. Okay. So maybe, maybe you're in Miami with Cuban, uh, people and, and Mike is over in Texas with, uh, non-Cubans, uh, American, Southwestern <laughs> Americans. Anyway, let's, let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on, okay? God. Uh, I need yeah, some coffee ahead, to Alan. stay awake. I need some coffee to stay awake. Okay, well, Keep ask going. a question. If yours better than me, ask him a question. Come on. What's your uh, there's question? There's no question. There, I don't have a question. I'm looking I at the Twitter feed. I have a question. Feed. I have I'm a question at... that's bugging me. Go ahead. What is your, what is your guess definition of artificial intelligence? Because yeah, that's a good one. Forget about that. We've already talent been. No, talent it bothers me. It bothered me it, because well, I, I, I solved the problem for you, okay? It's your birthday. Let her ask the question. I know it's your birthday. It's her birthday. No. The look, you know, I missed my birthday two years enough. ago. I wasn't even awake. Gosh. Oh Let God. this young lady ask a question. <laughs> Jesus Go H. ahead. Go I ahead. I was on an assignment ahead, with Sally where artificial intelligence meant I had to find out, like, where the person – what – baseball team you played on in Little League. I mean, I had to go way back and find all these insignificant or significant to the client, like, background that was just unbelievably detailed. Now, that's artificial intelligence. I no, don't that's think, just you know, deep intelligence. That's not artificial. Do we even know what well, artificial intelligence is? I don't that's know. How I Why are you letting her ask these was. stupid questions? Jerry, that's well, maybe, that's maybe, you told me to let her. maybe it is a uh, maybe I have a misunderstanding of artificial intelligence. Then. Kathy, because, to answer your question, um, I'm sorry to cut you off. To answer your question, no, that's basically, okay. you know, okay. machines are systems, right? Intelligence kind of derived from or created by you know machines or systems. And I think yes, Talonbin is definitely not an AI sort of is, sort of not. However, you know, I hope to move into you know tools like Hiratual. You know, which I had the demo on, and I, I, I had you know a good luck with with that tool actually. And, Is that uh, AI? Yeah, I mean, it's just it's a yeah. The, well, well, you know, define AI. They have AI. an AI you know, version. They have an AI version. 
They have yeah, an but AI you know what? Right. You use artificial intelligence to gain all this information on the individual, which mm-hmm. is what I Not have to gain the information. I, I, I think that's where we're getting a little bit sidetracked. Is I don't Maybe. use it to gain information. I use it to find people fast. And to find the well, most that's information. You guys so are that's, putting me oh, you're looking more so you're whoa, 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 whoa. to sleep. You, you know something? Ahead. <laughs> Your senses as the show host are are oh, spot on. We got yeah. way off track. It's Kathy's Sorry, birthday. Guys. Happy birthday, Kathy. Animal, Thank you're you, the Jerry. best. I, I'm, not, I'm never going to counter any any of your uh, decisions again, ever. Yeah, until until we we're lost right. there. Yeah. Okay. I lost you to the dark side, Jerry. Okay. Is it time for an okay. ad to regroup? Okay, look, Rocky, Rocky, I'm going to do I'm going to do an ad, but I'm going to ask Rocky to take control now. Rocky, do you think there's something you know that you think a lot of recruiters don't know, but it would be valuable valuable for them to know? So I'm going to do my ad. I'm going to come back to you. If there's something that you think you have a burning desire to share, it will all be a lot smarter after you tell us. Okay, I'm going to give you a chance to do that. But right now I'm going to talk about PC Recruiter, right? I want to tell you something. Martin Snyder, he's the boss over a PC Recruiter. If you're a regular listener, you should know that already. You know what he says? He says, Animal, I love things that are user-friendly and intuitive. Everybody does. But look, he said, if it's too user-friendly, it could mean that it's too simple. Something important is missing. And over at PC Recruiter, we don't miss anything. And you know why? Because our software is configurable. You buy it, and then you adjust it to suit yourself. Over at PC Recruiter, they don't tell you how to work. They don't tell you how to structure your workflow. They make software that lets you decide for yourself. And if you're afraid that it's going to be hard to configure because it's not so user-friendly like you want it to be, it's not so mindless and simple, they've got a support team that wants to help you. And everyone raves about that support. They're friendly. And it doesn't matter if you're a solo operator or a member of a big recruiting team. They want to help you. And you know why? Because PC Recruiter loves you. And they believe that if you love something, you have to set it free. That's why they make software that you can customize yourself, and that's why they help you use it. Okay, so check them out at PCRecruiter.net. Okay, back to the guest. Rocky, do you have any words of wisdom for us or shall I, you know, go back to my standard questions? Sure. Look, I I don't think there's anything that I can share. I've been doing this less than one year, okay? So I, I come from a sales background. I I like to kind of look at process and look what works. And, you know, I'm a, on the phone, guy. I sound a little bit sick now. But anyways, uh, I don't think there's anything that I can share. However, I think what I have done that has worked for me is that I use a lot. I don't really use emails. I use a lot of LinkedIn, but just to kind of put some content out there and, and target my audience, which is the broadcast media audience in uh, – three major cities, right, where the big companies are. And I think I just kind of maneuver in there, and I, I try to make myself known, and, and I'm very personable. And, How do you make and that's really Let's get concrete. Hold on, Rocky, Rocky, Rocky. Sure. Look, everybody here has been in <laughs> in the business 10 or 20 times longer than you, okay? Right. It doesn't mean you can't teach right. us anything, but don't be vague. On this show, don't be vague. So you say you get in there and try to make yourself known. How do you make yourself right. known? Maybe you've learned something that, you know, that we don't know. Old people like sure. me and, and Jerry and Rich Rosen and Kathy Manis. Okay, maybe you, the younger generation, you can tell me something. Go ahead, shoot. Yeah, sure. Why do you make yourself known? How do you make yourself known? Go ahead. <laughs> Animal, you're so high octane. I love it. But anyways, um, I, I post content every, every morning. Uh, I try to post content at the peak hours of LinkedIn content that's relevant that people you know i use owler a lot you know which i know has been uh talked about in the show um what is it? i post content what is it? owler what is it owler owler spell it spell it uh o w l r owler yeah Who i think i think it's anybody? not free anymore what yes what is it why it's basically it? it's it's kind of a data aggregator. I've used it, but I'm not impressed with it. What it does is if you type in your company or if you type in Disney or or IBM or whatever, it'll give you kind of a, a data aggregation of the news that has been published on it. Basically, you can do better with a Google alert. 
Did you just go to the dentist, Alan, or is your mouth full of your lunch? Okay. Oh, knock it off. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to make it interesting for everybody here. Uh, okay, well, this Alan hour, has so great he radio. Says, he says, he says, yeah, he does. That's true. Okay, so he this says, is getting so boring. This, do I have to, do okay, I have to Jared, stay for the whole show? Kid, no, go ahead, buzz off. I but mean, kid, we, we, we've saying, covered Twitter, we've covered cakes. I mean, we, we're going to talk. How do you call a company about? when they run an ad in the newspaper next? I mean, <laughs> what, Jerry, what are we going help from here? Me out. Help no, me out. What are you talking about? I'm just here to bid. Okay. Okay. I'll tell you something. Here I got one. Enliven it up, very... man. Okay. I got one for no, you. Alan's got second. a good question. Okay, Alan, so go ahead. So I'm looking at his. I'm looking. He said. He tell. He he mentioned. He just mentioned that he's posting a whole bunch of stuff to get known. I'm. I've. I glanced at his feed, and it. There's really nothing targeted in there. There's nothing that tells me he's a value. The only thing he kind of posts directly is, I got a job. I got a job. I got a job. And the other thing is, he's the other stuff is. I mean, basically, it's kind of all over the place. When I look at is when I look Twitter at Twitter or Facebook or, or well, that was LinkedIn. If LinkedIn. I look at, if I look at your Twitter, you. Um, I mean, I like the car, but I don't know what the hell it has to do with you being a recruiter. Um, <laughs> on the picture, I mean, you're talking about. Where NBC, are you seeing this, Alan? Help me out. On his Twitter feed. Um, you got, you know, you're talking about NBC and Disney and a couple of other things, which in one sense Those might be decent. Those are his clients. That's his business. They are don't, his clients. Don't take well, the guy out for doing no, the right no, thing. no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. I'm trying to get. If he's trying to prevent, if he's trying to promote value of who he is and what he does, you know, the yeah. Disney backs Fox is okay. And if, but if he was, if he's specializing in, say, set top box TV on demand type of the industry shouldn't he put out stuff yeah. that would be interesting to his mark to his clients and to his candidates You're talking content. That, that's correct that's correct and if you look at actually if you actually looked at this week which i've been out cold this week um again i'm coming out with a really bad cold so i've been really not this week but usually if you look at the other past let's say three weeks and and back i usually post a lot of things like for example new enhancements to, you know, uh, OTT platforms, how YouTube is coming out and, and, and capturing market. Yeah, he's things doing that are relevant. It, uh, Alan, he's, he's doing what you just said. He's getting I mean, he's getting there. He's got NBC Universal streaming, T-Mobile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But look, but look at the content. Look at the content. The only one that I see that's valuable is, will Disney remove Fox content? Okay, fine. Disney backs Fox. Okay, let me, let me ask okay, a question. Fine. Hold on. Let me get back in here. Let me get back in here. Rocky, what counts are results? Do you get any results from these postings when, you know, you contact people, they say, oh, yeah, I saw your postings before. Is there any uh, way no, for you to know all. if – No, but I will tell you this. When I got on the phone with uh, – I'm not going to say his name. He's a director level of Viacom an account that we're trying to get into. And uh, I, I started reading, you know, stuff about Viacom, right? Because in Owler, every single morning, I see what, what, you know, what they're up to, what new acquisitions are happening. And really what serves me the purpose is not only am I getting my content out there, but I'm learning about what the new technologies and what they're doing specifically. So it's kind of impressive, you know, knowing all the backstory, you know, that is just fresh hitting the news. When you're okay, talking to hold an on executive a second. Board, so what you're telling us, yeah. hold on a second. What you're telling us is that putting out this content has no value in terms of inbound uh, or you know just inbound calls or or uh, emails or even making it's not yourself generating a known anything entity. For him. It's, At it's, least not so far. Well, no, no. But it, it's but he's reading. It makes him read the business news that's relevant to him. So when he does get on the phone with somebody, he's got a, right. a, a and common. That's good. And he knows. Some and that's stuff. good. But okay. But here's but, a question. Okay. But go ahead. Okay. My question. You're trying to get into Viacom. How do you do it when you approach somebody, and how do you tar how do you figure out who to target, and what's and what's your value proposition Great to them question. that makes I you different? I want to hear this. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, he's too much. Number one, you just lost uh, me because uh, you giggled. If I'm a VP. Oh uh, no, he didn't uh, start uh, already. Uh, now come not on. Making a call. Okay. That's not fair, on, Alan. Don't make it too tough, Alan. Okay, my my apologies. Gosh. Okay. No, <laughs> he, drives, he drives a Carrera. Uh, no, he doesn't. He has, a picture. he has a picture of one. Doesn't tell me he drives it. Same thing. He's he's mentally well, already made this question. purchase. He's just now working let towards the manifestation. Hey, look, I, hey, let look, him I, I love Porsche, right? I'm a, I'm a car guy. Let so him I answer the question. 
Don't you look saying. at me. Look Anyways. at me, Rocky. Look at me, Rocky. Do Answer it. the question. It's a good question. <laughs> okay? All right, all right. So, yeah, uh, good question. I think I would, first of all, just know who I'm targeting. I'm targeting your director levels for, you know, technology. I'm really targeting technology, right? They're the ones with the stop uh budgets to – which is what I want to do, yeah. right? I but want to how do you identify off. those so, people? Okay, so if, let's hey, put, hey, animal, allow me, allow me. From LinkedIn. Okay. Allow me. Okay, Rocky. My name, Rocky. 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 My name. My yeah. name is now John Smith. I'm the director. Role play with me. I just picked okay. up the phone. Well, I'm not calling you on the phone. So Alan's the new, the new Amy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, look, I I I approached him on LinkedIn. I had him. You know, hey, my name is Rocky. Just felt like we should connect. Um, I recruit uh, uh, broadcast. Okay, media okay. Talent, now, let me, and, I, and I apologize. So, let me stop you. I ignored that. So now you didn't get anything back from that. Next step. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. So, well, first of all, I'm not going to call you, right? If you, Why if you ignored my message, well, maybe. Hold on. Rocky, are you? Are you in an agency? Help me understand. Help me. Yeah, he's at an agency. (laughs) He's at an agency. Hold on, guys. Hold on. Are you the customer development guy? I mean, you've been at it not even Uh, a year, and you're trying to get on the phone with the president of Viacom? Isn't your sales guy doing that? Right. Well, look, I I took it upon myself to do it because I know that's where you make the money in the business. So I've I've been in sales pretty much my whole, you know, five-year career, whatever you want to call it. And I've been cold calling my whole career. So for me, getting on the phone, cold calling is not a problem. But I'm going to tell you why I don't do that, to answer your question. (laughs) My first, my first send a message, I say, hey, good to connect here on LinkedIn, blah, blah. Let's say you ignore it. Let's say you read my message, right? Because on LinkedIn, you can see when they read your message. And when they're, they're actually not reading, you can send them another message or maybe send them another message either way. I say, But you can only send a message if you're connected to them. That's correct, and usually they do connect, right? I do have a high conversion. Yeah, we hear the phone call. That's not true, Alan. You can send a message to anybody. Animal, if he's that adept in sales, I would love to hear him do a pitch with Alan because you are selling an opportunity. Real quick, Rocky, if you don't do that, that's okay. No, no, but wait a second, Michael G. Cox. He, he's not responding on, and he's, Jerry said he's calling the president. He's not contacting the president. He said he's contacting the director. So Alan, you know, he sent these Alan or John Smith these uh, LinkedIn uh, messages. He's getting no response. So uh, Kathy rightfully believes that he should get on the phone, and he says, no, I won't do that. Why not? Well, look, uh, first of all, I just started doing this. Okay, so it's not like uh, let him off know. the hook, guys. I don't think he does it. A minute ago, you were um, bragging look. about how much cold calling experience you have. It's no problem for me to get on the phone. You said, right? Well, Why aren't you right. phoning this okay, guy? Okay, okay, no, no, hold on, hold well, on. Well, wow. because that's not that's not my function in the company. I'm just trying to get in there to see, you know, what kind of responses I get, and you, you know what I'm saying. I to, to okay. kind of get my feed wet. And, okay, and so let me understand. go. Let him so go. Let me understand, Rocky. So let me understand, Rocky. Is your job at the company at Czar? Is it to sort of are you pre-sales identify if somebody pings, then you hand it off to the sales guys? No, my job is a hundred percent recruiter. Uh, last week, I just got uh, a pre-sales component to my job, but I've been doing kind of sort of uh, pre-sales when I started because that's kind of what I wanted to do, kind of sort of that hybrid role. Um, okay, so no, when, so, when so, so you don't want to do so you don't want to do the the role play that. Let me ask you this: What is Czar's value proposition that separates you from the other agencies that are that are contacting them? Sure, sure, yeah. Well, look, uh, we we focus a lot of our um, a lot of our pipelining to broadcast media. We have uh, a lot of presence in the bigger states like New York, uh, Connecticut, uh, down here in South Florida and California. So we add in you know, both pipelining that we have been doing for the last six, seven years, and that we have, you know, top clients, uh, for example, HBO, that we support, A&E Network. So, you know, we, you know, we have a lot of references. We have a lot of accolades. um, And, uh, you know, that's, that's what we do. Okay, so Rocky, I'm here. I'm out here in LA. Who do you deal with? Alan, 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 let me answer that question. So, 
what he told you really is what they do. I think this how do you differentiate yourself question is total garbage because 99% of recruiters, they all do the same thing. I mean, there is no differentiation. I disagree, what, what, but go what ahead. They possibly I think that their, his agency could perhaps have a really good relationship with these companies, and that's something mm-hmm. he should emphasize with some examples. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if he's, doing, if he's doing the HBOs, the A&Es, uh, the, the Hulus, the Swings, whatever, that's a right. very niche area of technology if they don't, and if they don't, if, if, he, if I'm Joe Smith and I say, well, that's really nice to hear, but I'm in charge of the Cisco and the storage network, so thank you very much for the call. I wish you all the best. At least, at least he's, he's getting, he's targeting, and that's good. But if he's right. all over the place, and I disagree that there's not, yes, recruiters do the same thing, but it's also the way you present it. So we've got the best database. We've got a whole bunch of candidates. We, we know how to find people. No, you know what I do? I make your company better. I help solve your headaches. What's your biggest headache right now from a people perspective? Everybody <laughs> says it. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I, I solve your problems. What keeps you up at night, Alan? All that stuff. Everybody's saying it. I agree with Jerry, but at least people are saying it. I think yeah. we need to get... Uh, uh, Rocky on the phone a little bit more, you know. The, yeah, the, the key isn't he, saying anything just freaky uh, that sets yourself apart. <laughs> it's actually talking to people all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be human. Right. Right. I mean, right. we can Stop sit here and theorize about you know what separates us from the next guy, but if the next guy's on the phone with him and I'm not, I'm not getting the business. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. Hold on a second. I'd like to it? continue this. I want to hear from Michael G. Cox. I got to do an ad. I'm going to do an ad or hire tool is going to dump me. And as I told you many times, there was a movement. People wanted to tell hire tool, dump animal. He's a jerk, okay? And I agreed with that. They don't need me at hire tool because everybody is talking about hire tool for free all over social media. Hire tool, hire tool. You just heard the guest today. He's talking about hire tool. I'm not paying him to do it. But Hire Tool's paying me, okay? So I have to do this ad. You know what Hire Tool is? H I R E T U A L? It's a super duper full service sourcing tool. You don't have to know a lot of Boolean. You don't have to be a genius at composing these search strings. You go to HireTool.com, you put in your keywords, and it does it for you, okay? It does the search for you on Facebook. GitHub, LinkedIn, and a pile of other relevant sites. Then it gives you back the people ranked from top to bottom, the ones who match your job description closest. It guesses if uh, they're ready to make a move. It'll tell you that. You know, this person's probably ready to make a move. Call him or her first. It'll give you a guess at their salary uh, level. And uh, that's, uh, what you have to do is what, what this guy Rocky did. He had a demo with Nintran. Rocky, Nintran gives good demos, doesn't he? Yep. Wake up. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he just says, I don't know if he did it for you, but he says, bring me a top search. I'll do it for you in the demo. And then at the end, he doesn't beat you over the head to buy. He says, look, if you're impressed, think about it and come back. And that's what happened with this guy, Rocky. He liked it in December, and he's still thinking in January, I've got to get there, got to get there, got to get there. Your company should be buying it for you, okay? That's but correct. It's even worthwhile that's pay- what I'm waiting it's for. It's even worthwhile paying for it yourself if you have to. You'll make money from, from doing that. So Nintran, N-I-N-H-T-R-A-N, he's a great guy, C-O-O over there. Go to HireTool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L.com, and book a demo today. There's no strings attached. You'll have a lot of fun. You'll meet somebody nice, and you'll learn something, okay? And you'll learn how to make money. There you go. Michael G. Cox. So we were on this sort of marketing thing, oh, about differentiating myself. And look, if Jerry agrees with me about something, everybody knows it must be true because he never agrees with me, okay? So uh, Jerry said that everybody does the same thing. You don't have to differentiate yourself. You just got to stay on the phone and introduce yourself to people. Are you with Jerry or are you against Jerry? <laughs> Michael G. Cox. Um, I, I, I don't think that using all of the cliches, like give me your hardest order and all that kind of stuff, 
really helps, and it certainly doesn't say anything real. Right. So, yes, you can differentiate yourself, but maybe do that by just having a normal human conversation. What does that mean? How do you differentiate yourself by having a normal human conversation? Great example. Yesterday I had a guy call me who is with an agency here in San Antonio. All they do is accounting-type recruitment and or recruiting. Um, he uh, called up. We had a conversation for about half an hour. Had nothing to do. Well, some, somewhat, it had something to do with recruiting uh, accountants for Dayhill. It's not going to happen. But we had a really good conversation, um, and it wasn't Boy, sales you're pitchy. It, sound awful. Yeah. it, it so, wasn't so pitchy. What? It was just a conversation. It, it he didn't try what, using what did any lines. About? What did you talk, talk about? We spoke what about his background. About? We spoke about his background yeah. in yeah. Uh, as an accountant, uh, and we spoke about his organization and where it started and how it started and why. And we spoke about his career and where he's going and what he wants to do. And let me ask we you spoke a question. About, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Well, you didn't give you didn't give the phone to your three year old daughter to talk to him. It sounds like you at least talked. To him. Why did you talk to him? Why, why why did you talk to him? Why did you let this guy keep you on the phone that long? I picked up the phone and we started talking. I let Not him know immediately. Sorry, I don't need you. Goodbye. Whoa, whoa! I disagree. I just no, I, I, I didn't I say that, disagree. but I, I did say no. We don't. We're not going to use that. I've recruited uh, accountants in the past. Just hired two and a uh, like an assistant controller in the past couple months. Don't need your services. Not going to need your services anytime soon. But we were still having a conversation. We uh -huh. rolled into a conversation. We started talking about uh -huh. his background, and he mentioned he asked some questions about this organization and how long I've been in recruiting. Uh, so we're having uh -oh, a personal recruit, conversation. Yeah. Uh -huh. And that's well, yeah, very I'm valuable. Sure, I'm sure he's keeping that information in mind, but we're just having a conversation. Yeah, that's that's right. Right. And nobody got to talk to him. Oh, animal. Kathy Van Allen. Yeah. It's very valuable what he did. I did that in the past, and I got along so well with the recruiter or the person on the other end of the phone that we exchanged resumes of people that we could not use, but we knew that they could use. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, he's building rapport. And Yeah, and, and by the way, we did talk about that as well, and that is going to happen. See? Uh-huh. So he's going to follow up with me if he ever has a position that he's having yeah. trouble filling. Yeah. And yeah. I'll get permission from some people and send okay. them those yeah. resumes. Michael, right. Michael G. Cox, you know, you were, you were not able to tell me how I could do what that guy did, how I could call someone up out of the blue or how Rocky could and keep them on the phone for three or four minutes. Alan Floor, over to you. I think you did. I think you did a good thing. A, a quick question: Was this a person? Was this a hiring manager at a client, or was this somebody at another agency, Rocky? Uh, that was Michael G. Cox talking. What? That was Michael G. Cox talking. Come on, Alan. Up, and Michael G. Cox is in-house and an external recruiter. Okay, I know who Michael is. Them, okay. Okay, so yeah. I got called. I get called by my competition now and then. I get called by other recruiters in different sectors. I've got a dozen people that I send that we trade. We trade resumes, and I've had I've had two people in two weeks call me and say thank you. I got I got a job. And now I'm getting, and I get resumes. I just on the call while we've been on this call. I just got a res. I just got a contact. I got to reach out to after the call that might be a really good person for us. I don't know, Jerry. Jerry, are we missing something? I didn't think we were in the business to give out free resumes. I don't consider that progress. Okay. Back to the guest. Rocky, it will be pro it will be progress. When you know, when it pays back, and you never know if it will, it's but you're gonna, being a nice guy. He's not going to pay back. He's not going to pay back. He's, he met a nice it's person, Michael G. Cox. I think there's value in that, but you're not giving him what he's after, okay? Uh, Rock, uh -huh. did you ever go to meet candidate clients? You don't go. Do you, do you ever meet anybody in person? Do you think that's important? Is that part of your company's uh, culture? Yeah, that is. That's extremely important, and uh, definitely if they're in the backyard. Uh, for example, we have HBO down here in the backyard, and we're always there every yeah. single week meeting the department heads. And yeah, I mean it's uh, it's a you know it's a what do you do with those guys? First mostly. of all, 
Do you wear yeah. cologne? Do you wear cologne when you go out to somebody? <laughs> Look at his profile. Of course he does. Uh, yeah, yeah, see, I can cologne. smell him. I know. <laughs> okay. You know what? He you wears... guys are going to get me kicked. What, what do you smell, You guys Jerry? are going to get smell? me kicked off the air. No, you no, asked no, no, the question. No, no. Okay. Yeah. Well, I I wanted a yes or no answer. I didn't say look at him. Okay. Now listen, listen, Rocky. You, you with me? You're out there. Yeah. Remember you. I told you I need I need specific answers. Oh yeah. Yeah. I gotta tell you something, Rocky. Okay. You're. Uh, I bet you you're a way better salesman than me. You're a better cold caller if you actually ever pick up the phone. Now uh, all that stuff. <laughs> but the way you present, the way you are presenting yourself on this show. I know it's your first time, and you're intimidated by all the talent uh, who called in here. But you're not—you sound so wishy-washy. You're not giving me like straight. Yes, animal. I go out to these companies, and this is what we discuss. For instance, I went to HBO the other day. We met this level person, and we, this is how we did. We're working on this kind of position, and this is this is what the conversation consisted of. You're not giving direct, forceful answers. You're saying, "Yeah, well, maybe I kind of think this." Uh, yeah, well, yeah. I'm gonna, that's I'm gonna tell you, not I'm, impressive. Uh, Don't present right, yourself right. that way. Tell no, us what you did what at I'm, that meeting. Well, if I keep getting interrupted, animal, and uh, obviously respectfully. Oh, don't use that but, uh, excuse. Uh, I need to interrupt you. Just, I have to interrupt you because you're not a, you're not going in the right direction. I had to instruct you, okay? Take it like sure, a man. Sure, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well, look, uh, HBO is already a, a you know a client of ours, and we just go there every single week just to kind of you know remind them that we're here to help them with any with any kind of uh, stop off work and. You know, we're meeting department heads, and we're just basically shaking hands. You know, we're sitting down. We're maybe okay, having I'm gonna, a coffee. I am going to ask you the same yeah. question I just asked Michael G. Cox. Why would they waste their okay. time shaking your hand if they already know you? I mean, what's in it for them business-wise? doesn't sound like there's anything. There's yeah, for do you I, I go back. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to segue this to the first question of why. what is the main difference between, you know, Hispanic, you know, uh, people and you know everybody else is that hispanic people do like that you know and i and i'm going to emphasize and you know this is a good example is that they like you you know showing up and you know bringing i don't know your bagel or whatever not that we bring bagels because they don't like that but just you know just showing up and shaking hands you know seeing what's up but, you know and, and sometimes and, and, inviting them to you know an event or you know i play in a rock band i invite them to my shows i have a lot of the hbo guys come to my shows to see me play and Jerry, that's, that's it Jerry. You know? Jerry is in a very successful rock band. He's booked for all of 2018. Still with us, Jerry? <laughs> Great. He's, he's gone. He's gone, but he's in a rock band, too. Okay, Animal? was someone going to say something I have to nice. do? Yeah, uh, Alan, yeah. back to you. Alan, so, what do you want to say? Look, Rocky, are a majority of the, the hiring managers and candidates that you handle, are they Hispanic? Um, I would say about 75%. Okay, so that uh-huh. so you're no no so I'm gonna make a comment here, Animal. I think that could potentially be a very good strategy, and I'll tell you why. Um, out here in Los Angeles, there was a commercial real estate manager. What they mm-hmm. they wanted to continue to grow in the industrial real estate market, tire centers, battery shops, whatever. But after doing mm-hmm. the research, they discovered that 65% of the owners in the Southern California area were Korean. So instead of him hiring a experienced right. real estate person, they hired people that had grown that had that were of korean descent because right. they understood the cultural issues and the communication exactly. subtleties and i would say that if rocky has found that to be a successful differentiator he should expand on it and and continue right. to expand on it just like oh, in software hold on. michael g cox oh, let me go to my hispanic guy michael g cox still with me <laughs> yeah right here see si, dile okay. he said, do- <laughs> he said don't he, he said he said, don't take bagels? Is that, is, is that what I should know? Don't take bagels? Is that the, is that the selling bagels. point? Is hey, that, hey, hey, that, that's, that's a local thing. Here in San Antonio, you've you got to show up on a, on a Monday with uh, barbacoa tacos and Big Red. Hell yeah. Okay. I like okay. that. I'm going to do an ad. Well, here okay, I we got it. Ethnic, ethnic, you know what? I don't know if this is legal to, to hire someone. <laughs> Because of their uh, ethnic background, so they can sell to. That's not what we're uh, talking their, about. That you know, the other people now. Anyway. No, you, you uh, do got to know your here? area, though. Okay. Yeah, you're here. Am I Go still ahead. here? Can you can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? 
Okay. I'm going to do an ad. Hey, everybody, I'm back for PC Recruiter, the second ad, and I put it off too long, so just let me get right into it, okay? I have heard, I told you this before, I'm going to tell you the same thing over and over again because that's what I have to do to get it through your head, okay? Does anybody want to shout out my slogans that I use on a regular basis for PC Recruiter, or should I tell them to you again? Does anybody know any of them? I'll tell you, okay? Number they are one, configurable. Big, yeah, hey, that's good. That's good. That's number two. Number one is okay. big or small, we fit them all. You can be a solo recruiter or a big recruiting team at a giant corporation. doesn't matter because PC Recruiter is good for everyone. And you know why? Michael G. Cox. PC Recruiter is configurable. Just like you said, yeah, they let you decide what your recruiting software is going to look like. They don't force their workflow management ideas. Etienne, I had to get that. I think I'm pretty good for using that phrase, workflow management. They didn't coach me with that, okay? They don't force their system on you. And you know why? Number three, because PC Recruiter believes in individuality and personal freedom and the American way. And you know why? Number four, because PC Recruiter loves you. They love you. Okay, any kind of recruiter, even Rocky and even Michael G. Cox and Alan and Jerry and me, okay, and Kathy, of course. So check them out, please, at PCRecruiter.net. We are in the home stretch. Oh, boy. Should interviewers offer a warts and all picture of the company? Should they tell the candidate the bad stuff, Rocky, or just the good stuff? Um, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think so. I, I think they should highlight, you know, why they should work there. I mean, why, why are they going to give them to that stuff? Oh, you know, uh, you know, you don't, uh, I, I, I don't Rocky, think that's Rocky, that's the wrong answer, Rocky. No, I, I don't think it is. I just want to let you know that's the wrong the right answer, answer, Mike, well, first of all, tell them the uh, right answer. Well, Go ahead. Warts and all. Mike, Michael Chicago. Warts and all, man, they'll why. stick better. Yeah. You know, you don't want okay. them coming in and then finding out how awful it is there or just the things that are wrong. They don't want to be – you don't want those people surprised. And then they leave. Well, okay. okay? But, it's a retention uh, issue. I guess I want better context for, for the question. What kind of things do you consider worse? You know, are you just telling them that the manager is kind of overloaded and they need somebody to be independent so you're going to be handling a lot of, you know, work and you might be past – you know, eight o'clock on on a on a weekday. I mean, those are not you know worst things. I would of course tell them that. But what are you saying about work? That the company's about okay. to go unfunded. Well, you know, that they're not you know, their uh, Mary, Mary's a, a very competent uh, competent uh, manager and a programmer. But you know what? People say she tends to micromanage a bit. Can you handle that? Would you tell her that? Exactly. Would you tell I the would candidate tell candidate that? that. Yes, of course. Okay. Now, when when would I you consider worse, I thought you were talking about the company's going to go under or. Something's happening that's like going to jeopardize your job or jeopardize how, you know, comfortable you are at the job. So hold on, you know. hold on. So that you mean the company can be in, in dire circumstances and you wouldn't tell a candidate? Is that what you're saying, Rocky? No, I. Well, first of all, I wouldn't get the job. I wouldn't get that job contract. How do you know? If that was the case. Sure, you would. Yes, you would. No, I wouldn't. No, Why I not? wouldn't. Why? Because the company's going to go under. Why would I want to? First of all, I do stuff on. They're I not don't do permanent work. So you know that that's a you know, my money is tied to how much hours that consultant puts in into the project. So if I know the job or uh-huh. the project's in jeopardy, why would I take the contract? It doesn't make any sense to me. Right. So I think we're talking about two different contexts, Animal. Okay. Okay. Well, you just rebuffed my question. Okay. Anybody else want to ask him something before we end the show? Anybody? 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 I got more questions, but I have to do another ad, actually, before I'm finished. Anybody got a question? You just did an ad, Adam. No. You just did an ad. Okay, hold on. There's there's a new – yeah, I just did an ad, but I, I went for the first half hour like an idiot without doing any ads, so I have to cram them all, you know, into oh, the, gotcha. to the, to the second it. part. But is it – okay, this is a young guy who's – he's a nice guy. Everybody can tell, I think, that he's a nice person. New um, to recruiting, and, uh, but he – Thank you. I appreciate it, he's got sales it, background. He's got a sales background. He says five years of cold calling, even though he doesn't like to pick up the phone. Uh, hard to understand. <laughs> is there any is, is there any advice that 
Is there any advice what we would give him? Michael G. Cox, it sounded like you were telling him, and Jerry said, too, what you have to do is stay on the phone, pick up the phone more. Is that your big advice for him after listening to him today, Michael G. Cox? Well, I would say don't get stuck in, in cliches and think that he's got the right answers to everything. Um, but, yes, phone time would definitely help just to increase that level of comfort of having conversations with decision makers or, you know, the people that influence decisions. But right. just have conversations. That, sound, don't. Yeah, but that sounds like they won't let him on the phone as his company. I, I meant with candidates. No. But anyway, Alan, And that's Alan, fine. Alan you can Floor, still have any... conversations. Good. You can still have good career conversations with candidates, learn about where they're at, where they're wanting to go, and you can start finding, you know, finding yep. out what's going on in the job market just by having conversations with people that are currently looking or not looking and why not and right conversations you're dragging it out going this, nowhere. This is, you're dragging it out this going is all nowhere. about people. i hope you gave your i hope you gave your daughter better advice yesterday on the job no no, no I, I really I, I really like that advice actually i think it was very valuable and you know i i do know that actually i just been kind of put in this pre-sales since last week and you know i have a little bit of a leech you know what i'm saying i i just can't go you know, I close the deal and bring in a contract. I have to test it on, and there's different protocols to the company. You know, so I'm kind of treading carefully. You know, that's why I don't really. Alan Floor. Alan Floor. Any any feedback? Um, I got to end the show soon. Any feedback, Alan Floor? Anybody talking to me? Hey, can anybody hear me? Yes. I can. Okay. Kathy, do you have feedback for him? Kathy, you're you're I you're, you're, you're an I do. I do. When I was trained my first year, I, I've told Animal this before, um, at an agency, my boss tape recorded my conversations and took me in a mm -hmm. conference room and played me back and said, would you want to talk with you? And when I listened to myself, it was, it was such a learning experience. I mean, I left crying, but, man, it sure helped me hone my, you know, skills with talking with candidates on the phone or potential clients. Well, I would recommend that too. Okay. 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 You said the you said the magic word, Kathy, hone. That's why I'm gonna tell everybody about my my sponsor, Hone It. H O N E I T. <laughs> hone It is a phone interview technology, okay? I'll just do this ad, then I'll close up. The can let me let me tell you how it works. The candidate and the recruiter dial into the interview just normally right but here's the thing their interview is recorded so you have an audio recording right and not only that that audio recording is automatically turned into a transcription so now it's text that you can read and search okay if you miss a word you don't have to worry about how fast you can type or how fast you can write or if you're you know understanding everything clearly because it's recorded you can look at it after and get whatever you missed right it's very important. And the other thing is, if you've got some essential questions, really important ones, when you get to that question, you press a button. When you finish the discussion about that question, you press another button. That portion of the conversation is uh, created, you're creating a clip. And you can send that clip around with the whole, you know, you send the whole interview to the hiring manager and whoever is on the hiring team, but they also get these clips. So if they just want to focus on the essential questions, there they are. Boom. They're right in there, okay? If they want to search the, the transcription, boom, it's searchable. It's very, very good for sharing the information on an interview, even if you're a recruiter. Not like Rocky. Rocky's an IT guy. Like me, you don't understand what somebody's saying. It almost doesn't matter because it's in the recording. You pass it on to somebody who is going to understand it. Okay? So it's Honeit, H-O-N-E-I-T, H-O-N-E-I-T.com. Any uh, final words, Rocky? I don't know if we have any time for any, but go ahead, Rocky. Oh, boy. Hey, there's some people. Okay, I appreciate you coming. Let me, let me, I'll say the final words. I appreciate you coming on. I didn't know you were so junior, but you know what? You did good for a junior guy, uh, and you didn't call in at the last minute and say, I'm sick, I can't come on, okay? You didn't do yeah. that to me. I would have been mad. I would have been mad if you did. No, I would never okay. do You can come on again. Rocky Ricardo
I'm going to give you the same kind of interview as if you were you're looking for a job. If you were coming to me for a job, I'm going to ask you the same very same questions. But we've got a panel interview here. Anybody on the panel is welcome to butt in and ask a question or a follow up. Is that okay? Yeah, no problem. You guys, you guys, are you are you in on this? Do you have some questions? You start thinking about them. Okay, Alex, first question. Have you ever heard that Eskimos have 32 different words for snow? No, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. They were. They do. Anybody else know that? I knew yeah. that. Okay, yeah. So well, I was going to ask her, if you were a snowflake, which word would apply to you? That's a pretty good one, eh? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, come on. 